It is the Tony Scott's Random Podcast. Second one of the year. Someone said, how many episodes have you done? I don't know, like 9 or 10 or something. I'll, I'll celebrate 25 when I get to 25. I think we're at 10. And we'll keep it going. Tony Scott here. You know, if your girl all of a sudden just gets really aggressive during intimacy, chances are that she probably, like, got turned out somewhere between the last time you were intimate and this time. Usually it doesn't just come out of the blue. Something inspired her, whether it was like a movie, a website, another guy, another girl. It just depends. And for uh, Taylor Hayes, that was his concern. He apparently called the police on his girlfriend for being too rough during sex. His girlfriend, Kristen Paris, who's all 24, was booked. Nashville police were called to his apartment, Taylor's apartment, for domestic assault calls. This was on New Year's Day. He told police that his girlfriend began to bite and scratch him during sex and that it was way beyond the scope of their normal intimacy. Instead of asking her to stop, he called the cops. Taylor showed police two bite marks, one on his arm and one on his back, along with several scratch marks to his back. He did tell police that Paris had punched him several times three weeks ago, but decided not to report that incident at the time. Paris is free, but her little sex stunt cost her $500. And she's looking at domestic assault charges, or at least one charge of that. But I got to wonder, uh, how did she get that way? Remember the old Andrew Dice Clay uh, bit he used to do when he was live in concert? He asked the guy in the front row, is that your girl? The guy goes, yeah, that's my girl. He goes, is she pretty good at uh?" He goes, yeah, she's pretty good. And Andrew Dice Clay says, well, let me ask you something. How'd she get that way? <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. I mean, your girl, the intimacy has been normal for a while, Taylor. And now all of a sudden, it's like uh, she's biting and scratching over here. And she punched you three weeks ago. Something made her more aggressive. Did somebody turn her out? Did something turn her out? Did she talk to her girlfriends? Like, girl, you need to like take it up a notch. I mean, something something happened there. Not sure what it is. But Taylor, be careful. Supporters of the president. What is something that you believe the president has done well? Uh, what was that? Mm. Come on. I. What? I. Come on. I just what I'm not really sure is name one. I just support him. Oh, mm. <laughs> sadly, pretty normal. I think for people who ask what this president has done that you support, I'm pretty sure that that's kind of like the standard answer. Well, uh, 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 they say the Senate impeachment trial is going to start on the 21st of this month. That'd be next Tuesday as of this recording. What's going to happen? Anything can happen. You know what? It sounds like it's already been decided that the Senate's going to shut it down. But then I've been reading a few things and some things say that actually the Supreme Court can step in and say, hey, you guys are being biased here. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Something that I read. You got to question everything these days. We'll have to wait and see next Tuesday what comes with that. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a $75 candle. And the name of the candle is Smells Like My Vagina. Her online store, Goop, is selling it for $75, like I said. The product description, this candle started as a joke between perfumer Douglas Little and Gwyneth Paltrow. The two were working on a fragrance and she blurted out, uh, this smells like a vagina, but evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Now, the candle is sold out and will be restocked soon. I don't want a candle that smells like that. I don't, I don't need that in my life. I don't want that around. I know. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want, who wants that constantly burning in your house? No. You know, sometimes too much of a good thing isn't good for you. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Senator Cory Booker decided that he's thrown in a towel 
and he made the announcement uh, Monday. Today, I'm suspending my campaign for president with the same spirit with which it began. It is my faith in us, faith in us together as a nation. It's a wrap. Anybody surprised? No, not really. The president tweeted about it, being trying to be sarcastic, saying that I was worried that I was going to have to face him, something to that effect. But, you know, come on, man. I would say he's better than that, but he's not. So what are you going to do, right? A woman posed as a 16-year-old boy to sexually assault up to 50 teenage girls. This happened in the UK. Gemma Watts is 21. She posed as a teenager named Jake Watton and traveled around the UK, assaulting as many as 50 victims, some as young as 13. Jake was apparently, allegedly, 16 years old. The fake persona was convincing. She was so convincing, she spent extended time with some of her victims' parents. Now, she lives at home with her mother in London, and she fooled girls online by posting skateboarding videos and calling them pet names, like Babe. When meeting her victims in person, she would wear baggy tracksuit bottoms and a hoodie, and she'd tie her hair up in a bun and hide it under a baseball cap. When one of her victims, a 14-year-old girl, asked about her breasts, she says they were man boobs that she had grown when she was overweight. When the same girl found pictures of Gemma Watts dressed as a woman, Watts convinced her she was just experimenting wearing girls' clothing. She even stuffed her pants with rolled-up socks. She started becoming increasingly violent towards the girl, trying to push her into the path of a vehicle, threatening her with a knife. She says when she was caught, she goes, I was only trying to cheer these girls up. No, 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 we're not going to do that. So the whole uh, a Prince Harry, uh, Princess Meghan Markle thing. You'd be surprised how many people on this side of the pond, as they say, actually care about that. You wouldn't be surprised as how many don't care. But there's a lot of people who do care about what's going on there and what's happening and what has caused all this. And from what I gather and tell me if I'm wrong, this is all based on the way Megan's being treated or is she a duchess. Well, you know what I'm talking about. And she got tired of it. So she wants to tap out and move to, to L.A. and Canada. And, you know, she is Canadian, I believe. And she wants to move on with her life with her husband and their child, Archie. And uh, a lot of people are saying good riddance. A lot of people are wondering why. Queen Elizabeth saying, you know what? Uh, okay, I, I don't agree, but okay. Does that affect his money? There were reports that Prince Charles threatened to cut Harry off financially if he did this. But apparently, Princess Diana left him and his brother William a trust fund that's worth like $40 million or something like that. So he's okay. He's good. The royal family will pay for his security in the, in the States and in Canada, but... How long $40 million will last is anybody's guess. Hopefully, he'll uh, invest it and keep it moving and things like that. So a man in Florida got arrested for threatening the president on Facebook Live. Chauncey Lump is 26 years old. He threatened President Donald Trump live on Facebook. His uh, rant was in response to the Trump ordering the assass- assassination of Iranian General uh, Soleimani on January 3rd. He killed my leader, and I have to kill him. I'm ready for Donald. I am ready. Do not play with me. I have an AK-47. I have it here. Do not play with me, okay? And then he threatened to travel to uh, Mar-a-Lago. He was charged with knowingly and willfully making threats to kill and inflict bodily harm upon the president of the United States. That's a federal crime, in case you didn't know. As soon as he went live on his Black Man vs. America page, a Facebook employee tipped off the Secret Service. Uh, Chauncey says he has a degree from Bethune-Cookman in uh, Homeland Security, but a background check was run and it was learned that he only completed one semester. He has no connections, it appears, to any terrorist organizations. They're still looking into it. You know, they say the Olympics... uh, this year, there'll be no uh, protesting. They want to encourage harmony in the Olympic Village and amongst the athletes. So you're not being allowed to do uh, any political messaging, signs, armbands, uh, hand gestures, kneeling, fist in the air, refusing to follow the ceremony's protocol. What happens if, they, if you do that, though? They kick you out. They strip you of your medal. What are they going to do? That's what we need to know. That's going to motivate some people to do that because they don't like to be told what to do, right? Lonnie Love from The Real 
uh, decided she'd make a statement about black men and cheating. I don't speak for the black community, but I do think that a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true, faithful relationships. They think because they have money, because they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way. We are still dealing with the point of uh, slavery, and we are descendants of slavery. And because our families were broken up, we still do not have an idea of how to have together families because our families were broken up. I don't know how you feel about that. I think she paints it with a pretty broad brush because men of all races cheat. But more men do not cheat than cheat. I know you're rolling your eyes and all that. It's just it's it's just a fact. How do you know that? Well, I, all I hear about is men cheating because you never hear about men who don't cheat because they're not supposed to do that. So they don't get any shine. You don't get shine for doing the right thing. You get shine for screwing up. That's unfortunate, but that's the truth. Whether it has anything to do with slavery and the breaking up of families that I don't know. But I do know that nothing is absolute. And she didn't say every black man. She said a lot of black men, successful black men. The thing we become guilty of is putting things in boxes. Every successful black man, a lot of successful black men. That's your perspective, and you're allowed to speak on that, but it may not be factually true. Through your eyes, it may be, but maybe not through someone else's eyes. I refuse to believe that more men cheat than don't. I don't see that as as being fact on any level at all. Dr. Oz says breakfast is a scam. Did you hear about this? Dr. Oz says the first meal of the day... The most important meal of the day, as we were taught, is a sham created by the advertising industry. And there's a healthier way to go. He says, wait a few hours until you're actually hungry to eat. Don't just load up in the morning because you're supposed to. That's a mistake, he says. Brunching over breakfast is what, he, what he's calling for. If you are hungry first thing in the morning, it's actually just withdrawals because you're a food junkie. This is according to Dr. Oz. Brunch is the new breakfast is what he's saying. I've never been breakfast guy. I'll eat it. You know, like my wife, she'll have breakfast. She can eat it for dinner. I'm not a breakfast guy. I haven't eaten an egg in almost 40 years. I'm not, I don't like eggs. Just looking at it makes me gag. And you like eggs, you know, go for it. But Dr. Oz says, you know what? That whole thing is a, is a scam. It's a scam to get money at your pocket. Because you think about it, a normal breakfast, not a healthy breakfast, but a normal breakfast consists of some kind of meat, bacon, ham, turkey, sausage, sausages, sausages. It's some kind of meat. And then there's the egg with the cholesterol. Then you got grits. If you're a grit person, what does that have in it? A lot of sugar, butter. You have toast. You put butter on that. Sometimes you put jam on it. What amongst those things was healthy? I don't think anything's healthy about what I just described. But yet people will crowd up an IHOP, man. <laughs> you go to IHOP on a weekend, man, you ain't getting a seat till like 1130. Maybe, depending on where it is and what happened the night before. Pras from the Fugees was trying to get his child support lowered. He's paying $4,800 a month. The judge threw the case out. Why? Because Pras didn't show up in court. Pras says he can't afford $4,800 a month because the feds seized his money when they charged him with a campaign finance violation thing. But the magistrate tossed his case because, like I said, he didn't show up for court on Monday. He had a hearing last November. He didn't show up then either. He said he had a death in the family. So the judge says this time, since there's no request for adjournment, I'm going to find that he is in default and I'm going to dismiss his petition for failure to appear. She also ordered Pras Michelle to pay nearly $60,000 in her, her ex Angelina Seravino, her lawyer fees. Because she says, the judge says, Pras has access to a million dollars in funds which were used to maintain various living quarters, to rent luxury vehicles, to travel, and to enjoy fine dining during that same time period. When petitioner claimed to be impoverished and being supported by his mother, he had this money. And his ex has filed another case saying that he's $120,000 behind in child support. 
I had read that uh, last year, an article about that, right around November when he missed that court date because of death in the family. He apparently had blown the court off. He tried to phone it in one time, and the judge was like, nah, man, nah, you ain't going to phone it in. So they rescheduled it, and he didn't show up. If you're uh, looking to see what Lee Daniels is doing next, Lee Daniels behind uh, Empire and other shows, He's teaming with country music star Brian Kelly of Florida Georgia Line for Moss Landing. It's a country music drama set to take place in a small Florida coastal town and follows the love story of a disgraced country star and an African-American gospel and soul singer, Marion James and Sky Miller. Yeehaw. No word yet on when that will air or if anybody will be interested. Hey, it turns out R. Kelly, one of his girlfriends, uh, Asriel Clary, who had moved out, is getting counseling. She apparently is... Uh, decided that I, I've been fooled, I've been led astray, I've been hoodwinked, I've been bamboozled. And she also got in a fight with the other girlfriend, who would be a Joycelyn Savage. Well, Joycelyn, is, she's staying on the boat, man. She ain't coming off the boat. She's staying on the boat. Asriel's off the boat. She tapped out. I never thought me and victim would ever be in the same sentence because I was in denial. But once you realize, you realize. And she's thinking about flipping on him and working with federal prosecutors, but she's afraid of the legal ramifications because she has lied to law enforcement several times. And she also signed a non-disclosure agreement with R. Kelly. So there's that. And her family's ecstatic. There are pictures on the internet of their uh, reuniting and stuff. And everybody seems to be really happy. And I think that's a, that's a great thing. Not happy. Rob Kardashian. He wants primary custody of his daughter with black China, a young baby girl named dream. He's saying that when he picks baby dream up for weekend visits and visits, her personal hygiene is foul and her behavior has been on a decline because of black china's alleged parenting he says the dream will have dirty teeth nails uncombed hair she started twerking naked in the house acting out sexual positions that her mom taught her now this is like a toddler right this is like a little girl and she's swearing saying the b word and what the so he wants primary custody and he wants black china to undergo drug and alcohol tests at least 30 minutes before she sees dream and he wants a supervising nanny to have permission to shut it down if there are any issues such as violence in front of Dream, Black China's called BS on the whole thing, saying, I'm a great parent. I don't do drugs in front of my child, and I don't know what he's talking about. Will Smith admits being insecure about Jada Pinkett Smith and Tupac. Jada and Tupac had a relationship going way back. It was never sexual. It was always like kind of a best friend kind of thing. And he did an interview with The Breakfast Club, and on there he says that he did have a problem with Tupac. He says he feels bad about it now. I could never open up to interact with with Pac, mm -hmm. you know, and because we had a little bit of a thing, right? Because you know, you know, they grew up together, and you know, they loved each other, but they never had that, you know, they never had a a sexual relationship. relationship yeah. But they had come into that age where now that was a possibility. And then Jada was with me, but she just loved him like he was the image of perfection. Now I was <laughs> deeply, deeply insecure. Um, and just, I, I wasn't man enough to handle that relationship. Wow. That's something else that he'd admit to something like that. I didn't even know that those two relationships overlapped. I mean, she didn't have a sexual relationship with Tupac, but I didn't know it goes back a ways. My memory's fuzzy on that, but I, I didn't know that, but that's interesting. That's courtesy of premier radio networks, by the way. I think a lot of us have been insecure about someone in their base life at some point. Sometimes it's a woman. Like a BFF, and you're kind of intimidated by their friendship. Not that you're accusing them of anything, you know, sexual or anything. It's just they're a little bit too close for your comfort for whatever reason. And you need to get over that. You know, part of a relationship, a major part of a relationship is trust. 
Now, if the trust is betrayed, then it was never meant to be. If the trust is, is betrayed, in some cases, it can be repaired and you can move on. It just depends on the individual. There's no blanket thing. To, see, that's the thing. We want to paint all relationships with the same brush. He cheated on you. You should leave him. That's what I did. Well, that's what you did. Maybe that's not what I want to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. But people say, I ain't here for it. Well, that's good. Good for you. You're not here for it. But I am. I love this person. I want to be with them, even though they made a mistake and they've repented and they've shown me remorse and I believe them. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Well, maybe in your world. I don't necessarily believe that. It's different for everybody. But people people like to put their experiences on you. What happened to them is going to happen to you. And that's not true. Every situation is different. A fight over crab legs got two arrested at the Meteor Buffet in Huntsville, Alabama. They've got a huge selection. They got Chinese food. They got seafood. You get all you want for $10 to 58 cents. That's a pretty cheap buffet. The reviews on Yelp are pretty good. They got king crab legs. And sometimes... These buffets that serve king crab legs will run out. Huntsville police officer Gerald Johnson was eating dinner at the restaurant and the fight happened. Diners started, uh, started fighting with each other and pushing each other out of the way to get to the crab legs. John Chapman and Chiquita Jenkins took their metal tongs and started using them as fencing swords on each other. <laughs> I would have paid money to see that. They both got arrested. They both admitted their tempers got the best of them. Uh, John Chapman's facing disorderly conduct and Chiquita is facing third degree. What did Chiquita do? Third degree assault? What did she do with them tongs, man? What did she tong up? <laughs> what was that? What, how come she gets third degree assault and he just gets disorderly conduct? What's up with that? Oh, that's right. It's Alabama. $10.58 is going to turn into like $500. Fines, lawyers, all that. It's going to turn into like maybe probably more than $500 because you let your temper get to you. We've got to learn to control those things, man. Do you dream? How come you only remember some of your dreams? You ever wonder that? If you're going through a period where you can't remember any of your dreams, you may be going through a specific phase with your REM sleep. That's rapid eye movement, REM, R-E-M. Most active dreaming happens during REM sleep, about 25% of the night. REM cycles continue to get longer as the night progresses, the longest period being in the morning. Now, if you have an alarm set to a specific time that's not during one of your REM cycles, that could be why, too, you're forgetting your dreams. If you're distracted when you wake up, like a phone call, jumping on your phone, turning the TV on, that could wipe out your dreams. And if you never remember your dreams or you exclusively have nightmares, you need to get to work on sleeping better. That could be a problem for you. You know what intersex is? Intersex is an umbrella term used to describe people born with bodies that are perceived as differing from typical male and female categories. And Rosie Lohman was born intersex. She had two chromosomes, so doctors considered her female, but she had external anatomy that appeared more traditionally male. Doctors wanted her to have the surgery, have the parents choose. But the parents said, nah, we're going to let her choose when she gets up in age a little bit. Now, in California, New York, they've got legislation. It's pending, could become law, would effectively ban these surgeries by, in those places by requiring informed consent from the patient before having cosmetic genital surgery. So how do you handle something like that? You have to decide now. Is this child going to be a boy or a girl? Well, I'm not going to decide now. I'm going to let the child decide when they get older. Well, how much older? This child's going to go to school wondering, what, what am I? I feel like I'm a girl, but I got this thing right here. And these other two things that are just, they're just hanging there. What, what is that? And so you kind of make the child grow up maybe before they needed to, before they were ready to, because you got to explain to them what the deal is with their body. So you could eliminate all that by choosing for the child to be one sex or the other, and then just raise the child like that. But they say that may not be the move either, because if you choose wrong, they're going to be conflicted. That's a tough slope, man. That's a slippery slope. I don't wish that on anybody. And we will close out with this Canadian woman who was on the Canadian version of Family Feud. She won herself $10,000 worth of Popeye's chicken, but she lost. Here's what happened. Only one answer. Whoever gets it, you're playing for $10,000. That's it. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. 
Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken! Oh my god. Show me chicken! <laughs> now you're probably thinking, what's wrong with that answer? Well, he wasn't talking about Popeye's restaurants. He was talking about the cartoon. Spinach, Jerry. I mean, she said chicken when she answered it at first, and she was dancing. She knew she had won. And you, you remember you heard someone say, oh, my God. And that was some one of her family members saying, oh, my God, you're stupid. And you're thinking, well, what's wrong with that answer? That's the right. What he asked was, what is Popeye's favorite food? Now, how would a restaurant have a favorite food? Restaurant doesn't have a favorite food. Obviously, he was talking about the cartoon. So the correct answer would have been spinach, right? <laughs> so Popeye's, after this thing went viral, Popeye's found out about it, and they sent her a message saying, our survey says that you got that right. DM us to claim your $10,000 worth of Popeye's. So they're going to make it right for her. You can give her $10,000 worth of Popeye's. What are you going to do with $10,000 worth of Popeye's? A lot of things you can do with it. You can donate it to a food shelter. You can, you can just a lot, a lot of things you can do with it. That's a lot of chicken sandwiches, so I will say that. But she was wrong. She was really wrong. That's stupid. I know. I, I, you know what? And it's hard to argue that point, but it's what she did. A half hour has flown by. Cannot believe we've already, uh, well, we're coming up on a half hour. I'll just say that. But thank you so much for listening. If you can share this, tell people, hey, you should listen to this podcast. He talks about all kinds of stuff. Hopefully it was on some level entertaining for you. Shout out to uh, Podcast Suites for allowing me the facility to uh, do this podcast. Mark McCray, thank you, dude. Appreciate you, Allison and Mark. My family, man. Download their free app. This podcast will be on there. It's on all the major platforms. And it's also on their app where they have lots of other content from other people like Olivia Fox and other other strong personalities. So check that out for free, too. You can do that. I'm on everything uh, social media at Tony Scott Media. All right. And thanks so much again for listening, sharing and supporting. And I'll talk to you soon.